I have something I'd like to admit to everyone. This will probably come as a shock, especially to former students of mine. I was a very, very poor student. Not in college, mind you, but as a high school student, I was atrocious. I was disruptive in classes, I rarely turned in homework on time, and even worse, I encouraged my classmates to act up as well. My role as the ringleader of disruptions was probably more insidious than my actual behavior because I tended to encourage otherwise attentive students into becoming raving anarchists. In fact, I've pretty much stopped telling stories about my high school experience because when I try to relate one of these tales, I get the distinct impression that people think I'm lying. My friend Tank, who also attended the same high school, says he's also stopped telling stories for the exact same reason. So I swear on everything that's holy that everything that follows is completely and utterly true. One time I got a math teacher fired because I convinced him it would be a good idea to let us watch the uncut version of Basic Instinct during class time. We actually spanned the viewing into two days because you can't see the whole movie during one 15-minute class period. But unfortunately for us, by the second day, the word around campus had spread so insidiously that we had students from other classes sneaking out of their classes and trying to sneak into ours just so they could watch the film. Well, the principal walked into the room to investigate all the commotion just as Sharon Stone was dry-humping the leg of her lesbian friend on the dance floor. Well, he walked out of the film and he let us finish the movie and we had no idea he'd come into the room, but the next day, all hell broke loose. Rumor had it that I was the student who brought the tape to school, but since no one could prove it, I avoided any kind of punishment. The math teacher, however, was fired immediately. Look, don't feel sorry for that guy. He was a real piece of shit of a human being. I could literally dedicate a whole podcast series to that guy. During my senior year, the school had trouble deciding what to do with the male high school students who weren't stupid enough to play football. There was around 10 of us who just flat out refused to play, and no one, no one wanted the job of supervising us for last period, which was when the other football guys held practice. The year before, the ag teacher had been in charge of keeping an eye on us roaches, as we were so lovingly dubbed by the faculty, but we were so awful to him the previous year, he refused to have anything to do with us. So instead of actually hiring a teacher, the principal simply allowed us to hang out in the woods at the far end of the football field during last period. Ostensibly, we were supposed to be having P.E., but we had no teacher and no one ever came to check on us. The principal never came right out and said it, but we pretty much understood that as long as we didn't cause any trouble so severe that he had to deal with us, we could pretty much do whatever the hell we wanted. So we would relax in the shade, drink sodas, sneak down the street to the local store, smoke cigarettes, and yell insults at the football players. We thought they were pretty dumb for willingly running around in the 110-degree Texas heat in full football gear. Occasionally, the football players would run laps around the football field, and when they got too close to our woods, we'd try to see if we could bounce rocks off their helmets. They tried to steer clear of us as best they could. Now, during pep rallies, the students would sit in groups according to grade level. So it was the freshmen and the sophomores and the juniors and the seniors and so forth and so on. Well, all of us except for us roaches, we sat in a section all by ourselves. At the end of each pep rally, the cheerleaders would go to each section, in turn, and ask them if they had spirit, whatever the hell that meant. Accordingly, each section would reply in unison, We've got spirit. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? And they would do this back and forth for a few minutes, getting louder each repetition. Then the cheerleaders would go to a different section and repeat the whole thing. The entire point, I think, was to see which section had the most spirit, which essentially meant whichever group yelled the loudest. And whoever had the most spirit each week would win the coveted spirit stick. The spirit stick was supposed to be an honor to win, but 
I had a hard time conjuring up any reverence for a plastic cougar hot glued to the top of a piece of PVC pipe. I did, however, find it pretty funny that everyone else went apeshit for the dumbass thing. Instead of the typical, we've got spirit nonsense that the other students would yell in response to the cheerleaders, us roaches would yell, R-O-A-C-H-E-S, we're the roaches, we're the best. And week after week, we never won the damn spirit stick, despite the fact that we were consistently the loudest and most obnoxious, and thus, according to cheerleaders' own metric, proving we had the most spirit. And then one day, the cheerleaders actually let us win. I guess they felt sorry for us. But everyone went crazy. I grabbed the spirit stick triumphantly. I waved it around like a madman. People were swarming around me. And then, in the crowd, I promptly snuck out the back door of the gym. I got in my truck, and I drove home. And I stole the spirit stick. Now, I didn't think anyone had seen me hijack the spirit stick, and even if they did, I planned on simply denying I stole it. Denying I did stuff had been my modus operandi in the past, and it had worked for everything. I didn't figure this time would be any different. The cheerleaders asked me the next day to bring it back. I told them I didn't have it. They said they only had the one stick, they had spent hours making it, which was absurd, and they had to have it back. I told them I didn't have it. At the next pep rally, we didn't find out who had the most spirit, because we had no spirit stick. Two pep rallies passed, and I thought they had forgotten about the whole thing and we would never have to go through the stupid spirit thing ever again. Then, one day, the cheerleader sponsor asked to see me in her office. She told me they wanted their stick back immediately. I told her I didn't have it. Then she showed me two pictures. I'll post these pictures on Facebook so you can see them, but I'll describe them the best I can. Both pictures show me proudly waving the spirit stick around, and the second one shows me nearing the gym door with it. In my post-spirit stick exuberance, I had apparently failed to recall that I had posed for photographs with this stupid thing. So I brought it back the next day, and the roaches never won another spirit competition. During my sophomore year, several of us roaches volunteered to participate as cheerleaders during the Powder Puff football game. In case you had a normal childhood and have no idea what a powder puff football game is, I'll try to describe it the best I can. But be forewarned, I don't understand regular football, so my understanding of this event is suspect from the very beginning. In a traditional powder puff game, as I understand it, the cheerleaders dress as football players and play a football game, and the football players dress as cheerleaders and cheer them on. I, I don't know why. I guess it's a way for sexually repressed people in small towns to see a drag show. I don't know. But anyway, the football players didn't want to participate. So the school asked for volunteers. And you can bet your ass the roaches volunteered. By the end of that game, we had broken one guy's arm by throwing him up in the air for a somersault that we had not, in fact, ever practiced. And we acted so vulgar in our cheerleading uniforms and skirts that we were told we could never, ever participate in powder puff football again. I've got a picture of me in my outfit up on my Facebook page. Take a look at it, but uh, just to let you know, I do look ravishing. The reason I keep mentioning the pictures on my Facebook page is not so you'll friend me on Facebook. I mean, you can, obviously, but it's more so that you'll believe me. I mean, admit it, without them, I bet you'd think I'm making all this stuff up. Well, I'm not. There's pictures of it. And believe it or not, the few stories I just told you were the tame ones. And where, you might be wondering, did all this debauchery take place? It took place in a tiny, tiny farming community 
called Aquila, Texas, which is situated off of a farm-to-market road in between Waco and Whitney. We had 168 students, and that was K through 12. In my graduating class, there were 11 people. I was, well, something of an anomaly in that school and the community as a whole. And I don't miss it. Not at all. It was filled with really weird people. I mean, there were some nice folks, and there were some really horrible folks. But no matter how much time passes between then and now, sometimes I... Well, I still wish I had that spirit stick. Got the fuck out of our hometown. <laughs>